0: Hey everyone, welcome to Hearts of Men, episode two. We're gonna be talking about authenticity today and specifically uncovering authenticity. We hear that word thrown around and I thought it would be good to get a little deeper into describing what we're talking about. So what exactly is authenticity? Uh, It would depend a little bit on what you believe. Uh, There was a famous uh, author that said, authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we really are. I like that, but I think it falls short of biblical authenticity. As I said in my first episode, that I am a follower of Jesus and I believe in the word of God. And all are welcome here. Everyone from any faith or background, you're welcome to chime in and listen and Um, glean from any of these things, but I will be primarily speaking about biblical authenticity and um, what it means to be a man of God and a father, a husband, and so I want to talk about biblical authenticity. Um, If the purpose of my life is just to be real, what purpose does that really serve? Um, I'm sure some of you have been a part of, you know, being real campaigns or men's get-togethers, prayer breakfast, uh where speakers are ushered in in small groups of men and encouraging people to share their deepest, darkest secrets. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know about you, but those moments are awkward and can be extremely awkward, especially if they feel forced and if you're not ready for it. Um, but I don't believe true authenticity is actually achieved in those kind of settings. Um, it's not really about a once a month gathering where we get as many men together as we can and everybody share their stuff. There's a place for that, but I don't think that is the picture of authentic, um, manhood. And, um... If authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are, the question we all need to wrestle with is, who am I created to be? And I think that is the foundation, the beginning point to discovering or uncovering authenticity is asking the question, who were you created to be? Because like it or not, you were created you didn't just happen, you were created as a man, and um, I think that's a very relevant question in light of a biblical worldview, but really, any worldview should ask the question, who am I created to be? Not just what does the culture say I am, but who am I created to be? Um you know, our worldview or the lens in which we view things will greatly impact what we believe is critical about authenticity. And authenticity from a secular secular perspective, as real as we try to be, will never truly fulfill our deepest longing. So uh, authenticity from what the world says is authentic won't ultimately fulfill our deepest longing in our hearts and and what we were created for being authentic is not an end to itself but a critical part of discovering who I was created to be I'll say that again being authentic is not an end in itself but it's a critical part of the discovery process of who I was actually created to be it's a it's a tool all right it's a tool it's not it's not the end in gold So, I really think the question we need to be asking is why is authenticity so important to my journey, especially as a man? Okay, why is authenticity important to my journey as a man? You know, and there's different reasons, but in the simplest uh, answer, I would say because you, as a human being, you as a man, long to be known. And loved as you truly are the good and the bad the beautiful and the ugly the highs and the lows all of it to be unconditionally loved in a conditional world say that again because every human being every man longs to be known okay why why is authenticity so important to your journey because you long to be known You long to be loved just as you are. All of it, right? Um, And this is why a relationship with Christ, with Jesus, is so important. Whether you believe in him or not, the very foundation of the Christian faith is our God sent his son, a father. Father God sent his son to die for me without conditions in my uttermost failures, in my uttermost um, ugliest of moments, dead in my sin because he loved me. That is the gospel, because he loved me unconditionally. Now, who wouldn't want to embrace that type of authenticity that Jesus displayed ultimately in the price that he paid for my sin? And so this is the foundation of what I believe. This is the foundation of my faith. This is not a religion. This is not something that is about rules primarily or do's and don'ts. This is about a relationship. This is about an authentic relationship of discovering who I was created to be because of what God the Father did through his Son, loving me unconditionally in the most broken places of my life in the most broken places of your life, whether you believe it or not. And this gospel not only hinges on the death and resurrection of Christ, but our ability as Jesus' followers to authentically, sincerely, and genuinely share this hope through broken and messed up people. (laughs) Get it? The gospel... Hinges is not just on what Jesus did on the cross, but actually my ability, your ability as a Christ follower to sincerely and genuinely and vulnerably, authentically share this same hope through broken and messed up people, not people that have it all together, because that'll never be the case. As we will see, biblical authenticity, it requires courage it requires grace, it requires strength, it requires truth about ourselves, truth about God, truth about others, but most importantly, who who God is, the very nature and character of God, our authenticity, who I was created to be, is wrapped up in who God is, the very Character and nature of god and 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 many men have a a wrong view of God, the Father, based on what they experienced based on what they grew up with, based on um you know even the best of dads that those that portrayed and tried to portray you know the unconditional love of God, the Father still would fall short, but most of us did not have fathers that knew how to initiate us they did not we did not have fathers that knew how to to be there emotionally for us, and to walk us through things and talk us through things. There's a lot of disengagement, a lot of detachment, especially uh, in, in the, the boomer generation. And, um, and I believe that, you know, that God is, is actually in my generation, and even the millennial generation, is desiring to reverse that, you know, and that's this a, a big reason for me doing this podcast, because I really believe that we're in a time where men need to understand and walk in truth and walk in grace and embrace fully, fully embrace who they are and who they're called to be. And um, so I, I just think that there's, um, and we can look at, you know different different ones in the Bible. Um, you know, like the Apostle Paul, uh, his his transparency and authenticity is is refreshing um, in a secular culture that we live in, and even in the Christian world that longs to elevate its own voice in its own brand um, to position ourselves for success in a in a selfie culture that we live in. Where we're promoting ourselves at every turn, it's actually really refreshing to look at someone like, like Paul, um, and the life that that he lived, that he was pouring himself out as a as, as a drink offering. He even said on behalf of those that he was was sharing the gospel with. Um, you know, Paul says, "I came to you in weakness and fear and in much trembling." You know, um, imagine your pastor. When was the last time you heard from an expert or a pastor say, I'm I'm coming to you in weakness, I'm coming to you in fear, and I'm coming to you in much trembling? Imagine him standing in front of the congregation and stating those words. Some would be removed from the pulpit for their lack of, quote, leadership and, quote, vision. Yet this very sentiment is what our hearts long for and, in fact, what secular culture longs for, authenticity. And... Our journey of authenticity starts with being honest about our condition, that we are wretched, that we are poor, that we are naked, that we are pitiful, blind, you know, and that we're able to come as we are to approach the throne of grace, as it says, to approach God, to approach the the unconditional lover of our souls, the one who created us to, to live abundantly on this earth, to to live freely, to live um, in a way that relationship would never be broken, to live in a way that we would believe, that we would accept who he is and who we are. And uh, the Apostle Paul makes this clear. The gospel is not to be me-centered. It's to be Jesus-centered. He says, I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the power so that your faith might not be based on human wisdom, but on God's power. That's pretty amazing to make your goal, to make your aim. Nothing except knowing Jesus and him crucified, because all of manhood hinges on that, all of authentic manhood hinges on that. Not how well we can convince people, we can self ourselves or market ourselves, you know, or persuade people with words and demonstrations, um, but it's ultimately the power of the gospel, the power of God, Um, So that your faith might not be based on human wisdom, but on God's power. And so I just want to encourage you today with that as you're uncovering authenticity, as you're looking at that. The question really is, who are you created to be? So if you're going to embrace who you are, if you're going to let go of who we think we're supposed to be and embrace who we are, where are you finding your source? Where are you finding um, your validation, and uh, I'm excited to continue to unfold uh, this process of discovery, of looking deeper into the heart of things, looking deeper into our hearts. And um, this is episode two with Hearts of Men. Uh, you can also go to Hearts of Men. Co to uh, read some of my articles on my website there. And feel free to share this with anybody that you think would enjoy, anybody you think that would find this encouraging or find this helpful in their journey. God bless you and look forward to being here next time.